Yes, 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 and the football humans. Here we are, it's season two, episode 14. We are in the pub and we are talking about this week's football. If you're listening to us in America, that is soccer for you guys. Don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. I, I apologise now. I don't know why. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, we've we've got listeners all over. We've got like the stats. Uh, if you're listening in in Canada, in Denmark, in Sweden, um, all Scandinavian countries. That's all good, isn't it? You know, not all Scandinavian countries. American. Saudi Arabia. Shut up. <laughs> It's nice to see. So welcome, welcome to the podcast. If you're just tuning in for the first time, maybe you found us on uh, Spotify, maybe you found us on on uh, iTunes. We'd really appreciate a shout out. So uh, give us a review if you if you're downloading on iTunes. It really does help. Give us a review. Click that five stars, and uh, yeah, it really help us out. If you like the podcast, if you don't, don't bother listening to us next week. It's fine. Whatever. Well, no, it just might be a bad week. It might be, yeah, bad, it might be better next week. All right, yeah, go, 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 football, go through all the episodes, see, see if there's one you like. And, uh... Yeah, go start with the first five. Yeah. <laughs> We're all You're the, you're, the, you're the anchor. Introduce me. Who am I? Gary Lineker's working much at Ian's. I'm Ian Wright. Do you mean it doesn't matter? Yeah, like. no, yeah. Introduce me. I'm Gary Lineker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Ian Wright. Ian, for fuck's sake. No, I'm just saying. I'll introduce you, Ian. I'll just pull him back in. I'm Ian Wright. My name is Andrew Rag, and I am a Liverpool fan. And to my right is Mr. Michael Felton. Hello. Who do you support, Michael? Chelsea. Who? Chelsea. Who are they? What do you mean? Really? Uh, anyway, and uh, across Still holding from me, old grudges, right? Across from that me, that goal did not go over the line. It, it fucking did, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. John Berry. Hello. Uh, yeah. Jambo. Heart. 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 Middle of him. <laughs> <laughs> through and through. There you go. So uh, undefeated Manchester City, Chelsea, Liverpool. Who's going to win the league? It's great, isn't it? I mean, at the moment, I saw a tweet saying. Um, uh, if, if, if Liverpool don't win the league, everyone will be like, oh, they thought they'd won it by October, this, that, the other, and like, you know, Man City are going to walk it, la, 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 la. Am Man City going to walk it? What, did, what you you know? did you think you'd won it by October? I yeah, wish, who the fuck said I wish, that? I wish the season yeah, was, was over. You said Liverpool won the league by October, you're on a fucking laugh. Is that just because City just, dropped just, a we, couple of points? Yeah. They literally dropped two points there. Yeah. City dropped two points? No, listen, and, it's going to be between Man, it's gonna be two Man City and Liverpool. For t- I'm pretty sure it is. Sorry, Ras, but you'll probably agree yourself. Have you, have you got your opinion? Um, so, I mean, I think Chelsea finished third, but I think it's going to be Man City and Liverpool. Uh, I think it'll go to the final... Week or two of the season, definitely. I think it's been a great, a great finale because I think these two are. It's it's great because you know, like when, um, for example, like obviously fans and everyone celebrates mentally and big for big goals and big games and stuff. But I think in this thing, when you go into the league, every goal matters. So if you're home to Bournemouth, or, sorry, Bournemouth, or home to Huddersfield or Newcastle, or whatever. They're still going to be because yeah, it's like a, a win's a win. I wouldn't say Bournemouth, but yeah, they're doing very well. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, because everyone matters. So it doesn't matter if you beat Southampton one 0 home. It's like it's, it's all three points. Because then you're thinking, a Man City because Man City are going to drop points, and Man City are the same. They're celebrating goals because Liverpool eventually going to drop a point. It's, I think it's going to. Well, be, they dropped I, a point against Arsenal, yeah, didn't I, I they? And. I think it's going to be two or three points in it. I think it's going to be two or three points in it. Liverpool should have beat Arsenal, like, and it could come down to uh, could come down to those, yeah. those points that you've lost. Yeah. Uh, well, exactly the it. offside offside goal. Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Offside I, I think I think these points in particular aren't as important because I think I, I don't think away away at Arsenal. You take a point. No, but do you, yeah. do you not say, do so, you not think so early in the season? Do you think the timing of the matches? No, but we're in November now. No, but. Uh, Harry Kane came out, didn't he? He said, I mean, we're not talked about Spurs. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Kane came out and said, like, look, we've we've played a lot of away matches, so the momentum will take us... 
Right, because they ain't got a stadium. <laughs> well, but, yeah, listen. They've got, they've got a lot of home games to come, so they're in a really good position to kind yeah. of push on and challenge for the Spurs are in a false position at the moment because uh, I think uh, going back experience with Hearts or whoever, when you're playing away from home, it's like you're not, you're not playing away from but your home ground is Murrayfield or your home ground is Wembley. Yeah. It's not your home ground. So once they move to their new, their new stadium, they get their new stadium. The, the, no, the, but the thing is, you know, it is a new stadium. That's a good point, actually. Because I'm just but saying, as I've even said, though, I'm thinking, even though it's, on the, even though it's yeah. on the corner of, yeah. like, Quite the later. old stadium, it's still a new stadium. Yeah. There's usually an adjustment period. Yeah, that, the, the, you're, you're making a yeah. point there, actually. Which is not, like, instantly successful. Do we I think mean, they'll get into their new stadium by the end of the season? Like, I mean, do you know what I mean? mean <laughs> seriously. See, it's see, see, if back, they're, if they're back, not in there by the end of January... I mean, it's gonna, a shamb- not- I was going to say it's a shambles, but it's a shambles, shambles already. Anyway, yeah. But if they're not in there by the end of January, it's just. I think they should, I mean, if they're not in there by the end of January, they should, even if it is ready, they should. I mean, what else? Is it same happens as well? It's like it's ready, but we've still got about a year's worth to do, to do in the offices and the, the, like behind this, like in, inside the stands. I would just leave it until next season. Just keep playing Wembley and then start a fresh next yeah, season. Yeah, they, they should do. But the thing is, why? Why? Why well, promise of that at that point? You know what I mean? It was such an ambitious thing. Yeah, it's I mean, I know it's like it's yeah, people doing all that. It's business, man. Yeah. Especially putting the NFL and stuff. And you guys are talking about the NFL lines and the pitch at Wembley being all like that. Lines, me, it was fucking calm. Yeah. But that's the thing. And it was all like at, at the all end of the, the day, pitch, you could see it's, it's all it's cut not, up. And no, it was it's like, not Wembley's fault. Yeah, no. and it's not the NFL's fault. No. no. The only person, like people, what person? Tottenham, Tottenham, yeah. the person's fault. <laughs> yeah. Spurs, the man. Spurs' fault. Yeah. It's the only reason. Yeah. You know, it was bad. It was bad. It was really bad to watch. Right, Pochettino came out and he said that his his morale's been boosted by the fact that House of Cards is back on Netflix, and he loves that series. And uh, House of Cards is is has really, you know, brought his spirits up. So, I'm going to put it to you guys. What TV show do you think is the favourite of the managers? So Benidorm. So who, who do you think watches Benidorm? <laughs> Harry Redknapp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, he's a Benidorm fan. What do we What do we think Pep watches? I, I reckon he, he watches, watches Narcos and he's like, like Breaking he just, Bad and stuff. Yeah, like he's probably, just, yeah. It just like yeah, he's got real dark neighbors. side. Yeah, a bit neighbors. Of neighbors yeah. yeah, a bit of neighbors. Yeah. Mourinho, what do you reckon he watches? I think all the managers secretly see they watch things like Breaking Bad, House of Cards, but secretly they watch all things that tiny buds are in. Yeah. So he's probably watching his neighbors and that, and like Corey and that for the tiny buds and the cobbles and that. <laughs> the cobbles. <laughs> so who looks at number seven? Pepsi. <laughs> Just enjoying yourself. <laughs> well, to be fair, there's always tidy buzz the neighbours home and away. I was, I was actually looking for like serious answers here, and all uh, you've gone for is sorry, which is Gamora, just because it's you know, <laughs> set in Naples. Yeah, Eddie Hope, I watched Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. Yeah. <laughs> He's the youngest man in the league. What have you got Since against him? What have you got against yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. What have you got against him? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, You're bringing out that he's, he's watching Pepper the Pig. You bring that. Pepper the Pig. Pepper the Pig. It's not Pepper the Pig, Rag. Is that is that is that the English version of Pepper the Pig? He's not a skunk, Rag. He's a pig. Fuck Christ's sake. It's a she. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a she. You, you two just don't understand just it. Don't it. Yeah. It's shot for yeah. Penelope. <laughs> Pepper the Pig. <laughs> Who's a man? Yeah, it's not Pepper the Pig. For some flavour. Salt. Pig. Pepper the pig. Salt and pepper the pig. Salt that pig. <laughs> Let's base the pig. It's not a barbecue. Yeah, come on, right. So I think you've got to have some bloody respect. Right, um, before we stray off too yeah, far, oh, yeah. I feel like the question you started at the beginning, we should go back to because it's well, like... the football question. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About the, the undefeated teams. Undefeated. So, so that... City... Liverpool, Chelsea. Now we we kind of Michael was away last week, and we kind of ripped into Chelsea a little bit. And uh, John was rip, very I vocal. I didn't rip into Chelsea. No, I didn't rip you were very Chelsea. vocal about Morata. About Morata, I ripped into Morata. And, just like to and say, this week, please carry on and do that because this he week he, scoring, he played pretty well. Listen, he should have had a hat trick. He does, he does, listen. Oh, he does listen, Alvaro. Oh, so sorry, Alvaro. First of all, I didn't rip into Chelsea. I was, I did have a good Morata, but just because Morata has now scored as a striker for Chelsea, a seventy million pound striker, just because he scored one goal on a Saturday, two. Whatever. <laughs> so now, now he's now he's worth the seventy million. Listen, whatever. So, yeah. Listen, he's facts right. The guy is a prime example of footballers these days are completely overpaid for what their talents are. And it's George, sorry, did can't say he's too fragile. I think the problem is, is, is he's just like he's too he's, he's too nice for the league. I think he's too like you know. <laughs> 
Right, you can't watch, this is a podcast, but Mr. John Berry, opposite, he's obviously got a hair in his nose and he's trying to pull it out and he's had three attempts. Michael's trying to make a serious point about on that. against Morata. Butler's going to come in, mate. What? Have you got it? Have you got it out? Is it just annoying? No, it's annoying the ones that it's, it's one that's so long you breathe out it just tickles into your nose. <laughs> Do you know one of those ones? It's Never had that. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. I where think you dread it. Where we are? <laughs> 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 nah. No, no, what am I thinking? That's why I'm here. What did? Hello, guys. What's up? What? Fashion, isn't it? Wonder. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Sorry, we're talking shite. We keep carry- <laughs> Sorry, we can't keep on talking a lot of shit because it's that's what we do. We need to stick to the subject. Let's carry on. Michael, tell us about Chelsea. Not Chelsea did well. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was my fault. I mean, come on. Sorry. <laughs> carry on. Just tell us about Chelsea FC. I can't. I can't. Why not? It. Tell us about it. I'm not getting. Fine. Chelsea FC. Right, so Marata, I'll just say I think Marata's completely overrated. Still is overrated. I, don't, I, I think I think when you got guys like William and Hazard and stuff behind you, if he gets the odd goal, it doesn't mean, oh, he has scored, so he is amazing. No, he's not amazing. He just keeps scoring a goal. Fucking hell. No, do you know Rude Hullet made a good point about Marata as that striker in that system. It's just like they, they put crosses in, but they only put crosses in late on when yeah. they've realised they can't get can't into the area yeah. for little passes. Yeah. But the time they put the crosses in, everyone's back. Yeah. Which is last year when he was scoring in all those headers. Yeah. It was first-time balls that were going in. Well, to be fair... Uh, well, <coughs> but either way, where Morata's doing well, Chelsea's yeah, doing well. Let's look at the debatable section here. Let's look, for me, let's look at the, the, the perspective, Morata's perspective. I mean, if, if, if that's his game and Chelsea are buying him for, because he's that and you've not got players that can supply him, then why buy him? They should buy someone else who you can compliment Hazard willing to compliment each other. There's no point in having a guy there who's waiting for these crosses and nobody's going to cross into Do you think? Seven million pounds. Hang on. Do you think that with Costa going, they needed to buy a player like to replace Costa, uh-huh. and they needed to buy a name? And well, maybe yeah, listen, in that transfer now, market. This is just the point. Transfer, this is just the no, point of industry transfer, football. This yeah, is exactly the point of my like problem. Yeah. It's like we need to buy a name. Yeah. It's like, well, why not? Why do we need to buy? You can still buy a name. It's not going to be going to buy David down the street. Hang on, it's still, still quality. Somebody who's a, a guy that can player. play for Real Madrid is still quality. Like even if he's not, but he's not quality for Chelsea. He doesn't come. What was the problem? No, the problem is, was he, was he so, bought with Conte or was he bought with? He was bought with Conte, Conte. but Conte. he was bought hard by higher up. Yeah. yeah. So Conte so didn't buy him. So okay. Conte made Costa leave basically, yeah. <laughs> and then Morata was bought in to replace him. He sort of worked in Conte's system for a little while, but then Listen, again, Conte and Morata are completely different like players. Costa and Morata are completely different players. Yeah. Conte, Conte, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he played eight years old. <laughs> well, of course yeah. they But, so like, they're not going to invest that much in another striker again until they see what Sari can do. And the, the thing is, well, you see it in Napoli, Sari's played Mertens up front. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this goes back to the point you said you need to buy a name and you're right because that is what English clubs do now you need and Real Madrid and Barcelona are saying we need, I don't care how good they are if someone's better than them but if he's got the name we're going to go for the name and it's so pathetic right so why not go for if Chelsea are thinking right look, Hazard and William the way they play so the way they want is someone to work hard and stuff and get the tappings and, and, and whatever whatever they're looking for why not get, why not get someone just like uh, Charlie Austin do you know what I mean someone like do you know what I mean I know it's not the name but it's someone who's who will score goals in a good team do you know what I mean, do you know what I mean? I mean, you know what I mean. Not Charles. I know Austin, what you mean. But but yeah, yeah. Charles. Look at Chelsea for instance. Um, Salah's coming. Send that. Get that. Who would you buy that? Well, I'm not sure what Chelsea want to do. To be honest, because it's changed all the time. With the Mourinho, they're doing all right, mate. Who would you buy in that system? They're doing all right. Thing. So like, and can that false name system? Yeah. Um. I mean, you're I mean it's a tough one, isn't it? But, yeah, but things, I mean, I don't know every player in Europe, but that's why the reason that those guys' jobs are scouts and event managers, yeah. to, to know every player in Europe, and to, that's the job to find players. So I'm sure there is a place, but they, they, like you're the saying, thing they, is like, as well, the reason they got Marata is because he's a name. That is the reason no, they got Is it not, not also, the best for Chelsea? Is it not also because at the end of the day, they're looking not just at the Premier League, but they're looking at Europe as well, and they're like, well, he's, he he's does, done it he's at done well top level. So, in Spain, he's yeah. done well. Has he though? I, I never rated them for Real Madrid or Juventus. I thought he was shite. Who would you have? Average. Ross Barkley or Ruben Loftus Cheek? We asked that last yeah, week. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and I would, I would agree with Loftus Cheek, but I would. Say, cause it's only because I've never 
been a big fan of Barclays from Everton days, but I am coming around. Who do you know I have? Marata or Giroud? That was another one I asked. That was another one I asked. Giroud or Marata? Morata, probably. Morata's a, bit, a better goal scorer, I think. Giroud is, is better at holding the ball up. But, but is that not good for your system? Because this is what we're saying. Because you've got William Hazard. If we're playing no, no, but eventually... You need, right some, now, you right need now. someone who's going who's to take net. that Put the ball in it. But right now, right now, who's completely useless up front. I think he's, he's, he's up there, in no service, and he doesn't contribute anything else. He's completely isolated and useless. And that well, he's got two at the weekend, so... Crap. The one thing I'm going to say, <laughs> Man City are a well-oiled machine. They are. They. Well, that's seem... what I was trying to get back to. We ended up on Chelsea. I know. But but I was like, do you see you were saying that Liverpool, Man City? I still, I just can't. Man City. I can't see anyone beating Head and Man shoulders City. against, like they. No, I can't. I don't think Liverpool are as good you, as they were last a good year. Player, so I can't. I would I never back them against think Man City. Liverpool look great. Defensively, they look solid the whole way through. I don't know what you think about Rad, but I just don't feel they're as good going forward as they were last year. But there is explosive, or maybe it's because teams know. I think teams have worked out if, if what they've got to do. If we give them too much space, yeah. they're going to punish us like on the counter attack. So because they're not beating teams like loads like they were, but they are getting the results, which is still a good thing. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I just I, no. Man, but you look Man at Man City, City. just. I know, it's quite scary, isn't it? Like, they, they, there was one point where I think it was maybe Sane, like, missed the chance. But they were, like, literally, like, just pinging it around yeah. Southampton's defence and in the penalty area and around. I mean, Southampton like, was woeful. But... Literally trying to walk it in nearly. And it was just... It was, I mean, you're it was brilliant to, 15 minutes. Yeah, but it was brilliant yeah. to watch. Yeah. Like, they're so, like, expansive. You can, it's like watching a game of FIFA, like... Man City. It's, it's like it's like a pro FIFA player playing a novice FIFA yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the game first comes out and you've got someone that can like knows all the moves and knows that just first like, goal was an own goal as well, wasn't it? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was a panic. It was like it's like yeah. pressed the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah, actually, yeah. It literally is. That's exactly what it's like. It's like it's because just look at the team and they're not a championship team. They're the kind of bottom half Premiership team. They've actually got some decent players. They've got a half decent squad. Yeah, I mean. Crap manager, I don't rate Marcuse. I do not rate Marcuse at all. I know, he's still in that job, I have no idea. Who's favourite to replace him? Gordon Strachan. Did you read that? What? Gordon Strachan, favourite. Yeah, I read that. Is this the same paper with Van Gazzaria again? No, to be fair, Strachan. Strachan's had success with teams that shouldn't have had success in the past. And. No, but not for a while. No, not, not for a, not for a while, is it? Not for a while. I mean, he's, he's I mean, managed he's, Southampton before, hasn't he? Yeah, he's definitely like, will Southampton. Definitely yeah, will. he did, yeah. But it's just like... I mean, but why would you go back to a team back, that you've, yeah. d- yeah, you've done well with? And stuff? I never get that. I know, it's like, yeah, because oh, you could ruin your yeah, job. Yeah, I know, but you, could you ruin, ruin your legacy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do they not do think that? His job is money. No, of course, yeah, but it's just like, you know... I mean, I don't know why he'd be his favourite enemy. I mean, I mean, all the names known people are out of luck. Why the fuck has God shot into it? Yeah, it's a bit random, isn't it? Yeah. He killed at Scotland, and then he was shaking his last year. So how does Mark Hughes keep getting his jobs then? No idea. Is it a panic of like, right, we need someone who's got Premier League experience? Probably, lead, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know. I, I, I Is he a Premier League manager, Mark Hughes? No. What I, do you I, reckon? Like, do, do you think he'd be well, better in the Championship? I mean, or do you I reckon he'd be shaking in the Championship? I've stuck up for him before, but putting it that way, in the Championship, the Championship is the toughest league in the world. It honestly is the toughest league in the world. You look, last week it was, I don't know if it's still the same, but from first to 13th, there was six points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, exactly. and that was in QPR. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. had had such a terrible start to the season. They played Saturday, yeah. Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. And the thing is, if Mark Hughes had obviously took that to his own job before Paul Lambert worked, would Mark Hughes change him and bring him up? No, Mark Hughes wouldn't. I think Paul Lambert's a better manager than Mark Hughes. I'd rather Paul Lambert's a manager than Mark Hughes. I think that's a... Just quickly on the Ipswich one, it's, it's a dodgy it's a, job for Paul Lambert to it's, take. It's, 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 like, it's like Sunderland. It's like one of those jobs that's like... 
they need Ipswich the, they need, have been free for it. Do you know what? Though? Mick McCarthy must be fucking laughing his ass off there. Well, he shook his well. No, I know, but he kept them in that league for a few years. Yeah, I know. And the fans were like, you know, because he couldn't get him any further. But yeah, who else can? Yeah. Like, well, that's it. I think we'll it's one of those jobs. Give Paul Lambert a bit of time. You never know. Well, Paul Lambert's it's Norwich as well. He's Norwich City manager now. It's his rivals, isn't it? But um, Paul Lambert's a good manager. But it's not about being a good manager. If you're in that league, you're getting no backing because there's so many teams in that league who've got fight, uh, got money because they've come to from the Premiership. They've got money to spend. You know I mean, and then and then you've got teams like Ipswich that say the bottom eight in the Championship, like including Cooper, and they've got a billionaire owner. So you, Ipswich, QPR, Rotherham, teams like that. There's no money to spend. So the, unless they spend money, they'll always be in the bottom six or seven of the championship. So Ipswich shouldn't be there, but they need to start spending money. They can't just be hoping to not avoid relegations from the championship from now on. So if they've got Paul Lambert's manager, they, they need to get investment. And that's the way it is in football now. They need investment. So no matter what the chairman's got, the chairman's like, oh, I've got 50 million in the bank. It's like, sorry, mate, we need to, unfortunately, tie. American Chinese investment to take you further. It's always weird when you look at teams that get up into the Premier League and then you look at the Championship the year after and you're like, How did they? How did they get out of that? Yeah, it's like I mean, not being bad to Cardiff or Huddersfield, but I was just like, how the fuck did you get out of the championship? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like a great achievement. It's a great achievement. It is. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, teams like Aston Villa, the money they spend, they've got a Premiership team there. The money they spend on players, they banked on getting out of the championship, didn't they? They they rolled the dice and they were like, literally, let's let's get out of the championship. They're lucky that they're not taking them over now because even though Dr. Tony Shear was like. We spent all our money, we've no more money yet. We're yeah. struggling now. <laughs> so we'll see over. But they said they've got to get this year. This Dean Smith, a Villa fan as well, he's, he's struggling as well. Yeah. How did they go on a Saturday, Villa? Don't know. see. I'm going to double check because they got beat away to QPR and they got beat away to. Was it Bristol City as well? Two games I know they got beat. How do we get to the championship? I don't know. I've got no idea. I don't know. I mean, we made it there eventually. <laughs> we, we were going to talk about the world. no, we were going to talk about Liverpool and Arsenal, weren't we? We were going to talk about that game, and then we we're suddenly talking about the championship. Yeah, yeah we were. Let's, let's go back to it. Then. Let's go back to Liverpool and Arsenal. <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Let's just leave it there. One one. One one. Shame. Arsenal's good team. I know. Arsenal's good result. Yeah. 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 Right. Because I couldn't pick that. I was thinking. I think if anyone was going to win the game, I thought Liverpool because the fact that they're going to be challenging top of the league. I don't think they drop many points. I think they want to win every game. So I thought Liverpool might sneak it. Arsenal's defence is still a bit shaky, but I just think Arsenal. Arsenal have got a bit of resilience now, and I think under Emery, it's changed so much. They look such a better team, a better team to watch than Wenger's team, and they look yeah. much more confident. They look yeah. hard to beat. They look like if we lose a goal, we're going to get a goal back rather than Arsenal. I mean, Lacazette's goal is amazing. What a finish that was! Man. Yeah, but it was frustrating from a Liverpool point of view. I mean, oh, no, absolutely. you know, it was mistake, and then didn't close him down, and then he, and then he's pinged it in, and the goalkeeper's shouting at his defence. I'm like, it's your fault, mate. You know, it's but there was fault in the, the, the Arsenal defence of Liverpool goal as well. So, yeah, there so was. Yeah, it was same, that's what we were asking before about um, Liverpool at the start of the season. Can you see it go to Emirates on a Saturday evening? Uh, November night, you take a drop. <laughs> I'm not taking a drop now. You, you, you take a drop. Actually, I was thinking Liverpool should should kill this defence because Arsenal's defence are shaky as I mean they look really really bad with our forward line we should we should we should win that game so on paper that no, is, honestly that we on should paper win that, that game doesn't it doesn't look but they are getting better they are getting better they definitely are but it's like top four is not nailed on is it no it's not at all for anyone anyone well I think, no, Liverpool, Man I think you put Arsenal in, in the situation, I think, like, you know. Man United are now winning. Man United are, uh, you know, by me, luckily, 96th minute or whatever. Uh, you know, they've got they, Fergie time back, haven't they? I mean, I don't know if he's being sarcastic, but Mourinho was even like, I'm the luckiest manager yeah. in the world. Because he's like, they should have they should have been about 4-1 down by half-time. Yeah. 4-2. Awful yeah. first half, didn't they? Yeah. Like, and, yeah, and Gea again saved them a few times. Well, Bournemouth didn't finish a couple. I mean, I was looking at the stats, and it was one run at a time. I looked at the stats. And Bournemouth had got the, got the winner. Bournemouth would have been fourth in the league, yeah. Champions League places, yeah. and Man United would, would have been ninth. Yeah. So he's, he's got he's got the last bit of winner. So Man United are now sixth or whatever. But it's still not good enough. I mean, it's like it's different if it's like post game over and Man United have won it. But it's like. They're still toiling, in, in my opinion. I think Benigno's, 
toiling, toiling, oh. struggling. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> he said toilet. <laughs> toilet. Well, they are. But I think, uh, I mean, I still don't think long term Mourinho is the man for Man United or Man United is the team for Mourinho. Either way. No, there's something not right there. No, it's not. It's, I mean, it's just, Mourinho, Mourinho has got such a chip on his shoulder and it's just, I don't know if he'll ever get his, uh, get, get his mojo back. I mean, we're talking about managers who are kind of, same with Stranker, it's like, well, he did a well Southampton and stuff and then he went to Celtic, did a well Celtic and stuff and whatever. So it's like, did well, did yeah, and, and it's time he did well. But he gets a stage where you get past your time. And then it's like, look at Harry Ednab, it's like, oh, look how well they did with and stuff. He was to keep the eyes up to shite. So there's a time where it's like, you're finished. And I'm not saying Mourinho is finished, but maybe he is. Almost, you know. <laughs> for a top club, yeah. if, a, if a club's getting him in, saying, oh, we'll win the Champions League, win the league, and Mourinho. Maybe Mourinho's time was 10 years ago, and then now Mourinho's kind of, yeah. what's the side, but he's, he just can't get his players playing for him anymore, and he's not got the energy to give the but players they did before. One of the players that you, you felt like weren't playing for him was Martial, and now look. Martial's playing well. Yeah. Like, he, Luke Shaw's playing well. If it wasn't well. for him, if it wasn't for... Rashford getting yeah, the goal, he's playing well. playing well because of Mourinho. Well, maybe, maybe, not, no. maybe. No, maybe it's, you know... He, but he's being given a run in the team. Yeah. But he's, he's like, been given a run team for the last year and a half. No, but... And it's the first time he's been Marine, running team, so. Is Mourinho, like... You know, I hate to say it, like, is it his management style that's now getting the best out of him because he's actually made Martial put the work in? Yeah, maybe it is. And, and actually, you know, hone his skills and then gives him a run in the team and now he's, he's reaping that reward. Maybe, maybe it is his training. Maybe, maybe he is fucking a genius. Well, I don't know. I hope not. I mean, if Martial was, <laughs> if Martial couldn't get a game in the Man United team for the last two years, why the fuck did they pay, was it, 50 million for him or something? Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it can't just be now that, now he's got to run the team, it's like, because Mourinho's decided now he's time to run the team. Maybe, maybe he should have run, run the team a year ago. Don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring my voice down and I'm going to tell you that this pub has just been bombarded by lots and lots of Freemasons. Like they've all walked in in their black suits with their briefcases and they're all doing their funny handshakes. So we're gonna make up a handshake and move to another pub. Right, so we worked out our uh, secret handshakes and we moved to another pub. So, John <laughs> wants to bring up something very serious on this episode. And I think we need to, we're in the right sort of atmosphere. We're around a round table. John is kind of It's Christmas in here, apparently. On a, on, a, on a throne with like Christmas decorations behind him, looking like the Messiah right now. So I don't know. As I always do. Always. Yeah, it's quite a good picture. We're getting down to some serious chat on the podcast. There's something that's incensed John over the weekend, and he wants to get to it. So John, introduce it. We will give our opinion. Well, yeah. Well, and let's let's just see what happens with this conversation. Go for it. Um. Well, obviously, it's, it's it's quite a big topic. It's not it, obviously it was my team that was involved there, but now it, it's went through the whole Scottish football. Now it's on BBC Sport and Twitter and everything like that. that all the problems in Scottish football with the, the fans and coins being thrown and players getting punched and abuse, sectarian abuse, racist abuse, and it's all come ahead because of this one game. Um, so, did you guys see the scene? Let's, let's start with the game. Let's start um, with the football. It was a typical Edinburgh derby, to be honest. It was, it Hearts against Tibbs. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of football played, it was just kind of flying tackles going on. It was very kind of. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I enjoyed it. I said I enjoyed it. I was, I was to shake myself all the way through, like wait for Hearts to try and get a goal or something. But, but it was it was one of those things, and it, it, it's always very intense anyway. Been a been a kind of passionate derby, but the first thing that happened was, um, I mean, the Hearts goalkeeper goes behind the goal to get the ball, and well, the Hibs fans grabs the that ball. That happened first. That happened first. So basically, the, the, I don't even see Tyke Castle. So the, the, the stands are like close to the pitch. So the ball goes behind, and Hibs grabs the ball. So Hearts goalkeeper goes goes behind, grab the ball. Uh, the ball gets chucked at him, and then he picks the ball up. Someone throws their keys at him. And who throws a house keys at someone? I mean, how ridiculous is that? So someone threw the house keys at him, and then someone punched him in the face. So the keeper goes down. And then later on in the game, typically. Uh, Hang on, did the keeper get back up? Did he play the, the rest of the game? Keeper got back up, holding his 
all kind of like it was like ridiculous. Like, but so he played the rest of the game, and then last last thirty seconds of the game, um, Hearts score, and it, it was chopped off. There was not there was no reason it was chopped off. It was kind of it was for offside, but the guy the guy was apparently offside. wasn't involved in the goal. Uh, so it shouldn't be chopped off, and then Neil Lennon, being Neil Lennon, uh, turns around the Hearts clouds from his dugout, house manager, and starts like laughing at Hearts fans, waving at them, going sit down, sit down, waving his signals and stuff, and laughing at them, and going, whoa, he kept going, whoa, like a complete lunatic. Like Ric Flair. Yeah, exactly like Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Exactly yeah. like Ric Flair. So, you, you, you turn around, you turn around well. in a heat derby, um, last kick to the ball when that happens, if you turn around a 6,000 seater stand and do that, what do you expect is going to happen? There's going to be reactions. So, most people are obviously just giving them abuse and kind of the usual kind of anger or whatever. Somebody throws a coin. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying, uh, well, that was needed. Somebody should throw, nobody should throw coins. Nobody should throw anything. Punches, coins, keys, nobody should throw anything. And it's completely out of order. But what my problem is, is because Neil in after the game is coming to the usual thing where he says he's, he's disgusted by it and like and people say I, I, I go to the hearts, but I didn't, it was just banter and then I get abused again. It's like, I'm sorry, but you can't just keep using the come down that as if it's just banter, you're just banter and then... Would it, if I ran, if I, if I if I was at say for you guys, if I'm a Man United fan and Liverpool lose the league in the last minute to Man City, and I run through Anfield with my Man United shirt on, laughing and waving at everybody, shouting United, I'm expecting at least somebody to throw a punch at me. So, oh yeah, you get more than one. So exactly. So so how can we now say they say, oh hearts are the problem, the fans are terrible? Say, well, sorry, about about how many those six thousand people in that stand? How how many people know each other? Probably about, everyone said each other knows each other. So, so we can't sort of look at chucking a coin. So, no, it's, so it's, your pro- it's your problem with the the media's reaction. It's, your cl- it's media's on, reaction and it's Neil Lennon's reaction. On your club. So basically, the thing with the keeper is kind of getting lost, isn't it? The, the throwing the exactly, house keys yeah. and the punch you that as well? is kind of getting a bit... Yeah, from, that's from an outside point of view, that's can, kind of getting lost. The thing is, though... And it's focusing on, yeah. on Lennon and... Because, and because of the reporting, his, they're saying... They're saying um, he supposedly got punched. Got that's exactly it. Yeah. Because there is direct footage of a hitting... Lennon in the jacket or something Listen, I think it is yeah. like, like. Well, it's, it's exactly what you're saying it's, it says that, uh, Lennon well, full article about Lennon in the last panel it says and the Hearts goalkeeper claimed they got punched well I'm sorry but there's, is there any footage there's footage there getting... there's footage there of the Hearts keeper getting punched in the face yeah. right and there's also footage of Neil Lennon Golden Hearts fans somebody throws a coin and no, it's not full penalty it's obviously from a mile away because it's phone down and you can see the coin hit him, hitting him in the jacket it's probably not even touching his skin it's hitting him in the jacket Neil Lennon's looked down at the coin and went down holding his face right so then after the game Neil Lennon's saying Oh, well, a coin hit me in the face. It's clearly everyone to see, and it's um, it's all because I'm an Irish Catholic who played for Celtic, right? So, and then, and then, the, say, then the media. It's, it's nothing to do with that. It's the fact that Hearts think they've won a derby game in the last minute. The guy has gone, ah, sit down, you forget, you've not. And some guy who's probably a bit pissed has yeah. gone, oh, fuck off. Like, oh, do you know what? Taking then? his frustration I, I, out. I, I, I don't think it, in, 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 I'm not, I'm not condoning yeah. the guy throwing the yeah. coin, but I'm, I'm sure in that second, I mean, split it doesn't second, help. Right. In that it probably second, doesn't help. He's probably not thought of that. It probably doesn't help, though, because he's had previous with stuff before. Order stuff. So it doesn't, I mean, it, religion put it aside. The person that does it does count, like, do you know what I mean? Can I, yeah. Just uh, yeah. because of previous we, stuff. I mean, what, what he's goaded away fans before, hasn't he? I mean, yeah, we, like, we can look at the facts. We can look at the facts. Neil Lennon's coming. He, he, he never takes any responsibility for what he does. And I've had arguments over the weekend about my hips mates about this. And we argued and argued and argued about it. But now they're slightly coming around of what I've heard. I've heard through a friend of a friend that they're coming round to my way of thinking. The fact is, you need to take responsibility for your actions, right? So Neil Lennon is constantly, he says, when I was in England, I never got any problems playing for Leicester City or Magic Bolton. But as soon as I come to Scotland, people are after me. It's like, it's a bit. 
when he, I remember he came to Scotland because he signed for Celtic in the year 2000, right? And I just thought, oh, oh it's that Butch Bond here guy that played for Leicester. I didn't think anything about his religion or where he's from or anything. But as soon as he comes to play for Celtic, he's straight out there, whole company says to away fans, give it that to away. He just, he's, he constantly cites trouble. And that's why people, people can't stand. I can give you a list of about a dozen, I mean, a dozen, sorry, hundreds of players who are Catholic, Irish, who have played for Celtic. And they do not get the abuse like Neil Lennon does. So how can it be just because of that? It's completely, he, he can, he's so deluded. So basically, now he's come out and saying, oh, they're talking about all this, blah, 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 etc. And now a lot of people are coming out and saying that the police chief and head of media editors are saying, well, Leo Le- Le- Lennon was actually out of order there because he didn't need to do what he did. Because he's actually acting like a fan. He's acting like a Hibs fan. Because Hibs fans are going to Hearts fans. Hey, yeah. I fucking wonders. That's Hibs fans' job to do that to Hearts players and Hearts fans. It's not the Hibs manager's job to turn around to Hearts players and Hearts fans and give the, give the abuse. He's, he's a professional. That's his job. He's insane. He's insane. He's insane. Yeah. So, so, so it's caused, it, it is brought upon itself. It, 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 well, the thing is, uh, what we mentioned when we were talking for years and what's happened is that if that happens in a Premier League game, they're getting fined. Or they're getting exactly. banned. Yeah. So what's happening to them? He cannot do has that. It, has, he, has he got no. fined? Or no, it's, is not, a, it's not because, because it's turned around the case that Lennon was abused, been abused for, for his religion. I mean, and to be honest, though, let's not get lost in the fact that they shouldn't, they shouldn't be saying thrown from the ground. No. But, but what do you expect to happen? It's not as if someone's. Yeah. It's, it's not as if Hearts chairman, or Hearts manager, but it's a, a, have instructed a fan to do it. Yeah, but you see, when was the, the last time you're like? You, you see, know, on the telly, it doesn't even hit his face. It's it like, doesn't. It's like one of those really stupid challenges where. Yeah. You know, nothing's happened. But the Rivaldo, player, a Brazilian player or whatever, goes down holding the face, and you're like, he's never. Yeah. Even but the Hearts player who did nothing to go to anybody, just went to get the ball to carry on with the game, got punched in the face, and nothing said about it. Yeah. So it's like so. So so. People are saying, like, like, I'm sorry, but Neil Lennon could have caused a riot there because of his actions. It doesn't matter what happened, it doesn't matter the reason for it. But he could have caused a riot, and, he, and Neil Lennon's coming and saying, That's absolute crap. And there's no I, consequence I, I was abused the whole yeah. game. They were shouting names at me the whole game. But then other managers are now coming and saying, Listen, we get it every game as well. Yeah, that's what happened. Every, happens. Man, every happens player, every manager gets abuse from their fans. So it's like you get called your fat bastard, this and that. So it's like, so it's like Neil Lennon's saying that it's because of my religion, because I played for Celtic. I'm sorry, mate, but it's not because there's loads of ex-Hibs and Celtic managers or players that come to Tinkas that don't get them. They ain't going to get your anchor or whatever, but everyone gets that. So, so now it's all about Neil Lennon. It's just all about Neil Lennon. And, and as I say, I'm not, the person who threw the punch at a heart square should be banned for life. The person who threw the coin should be banned for life because there's no room for it. Because I'm one of the most passionate people you ever meet, especially with hearts. And I would never throw a coin at anybody. I would give dogs abuse, but I'd never, I'd never give a coin and, or I'd never chuck a flare at somebody. I'd never run the pitch and try and attack somebody. Because uh, you don't do that. You, that's just not what you do. But if Lennon is excited, going, come on, a couple of years ago, yeah, shit, like, give that to her. How do you not expect one person of the 6,000 people in that stand to, th- to do something? Shall I tell you what? I've, I've never seen a manager do that to... No, exactly. He's the most unprofessional manager ever. I couldn't name one single manager that has goaded in that right. way, got abused through the game and turned around and, and, and literally gone, come on, let's yeah. have it. Like, yeah. I've and never seen can that. I, can I just think that you may have tried it. Well, <laughs> well, can I just take an example back to last season when, when, it, when Hibs and Rangers drew five all at Easter Road last game of the season? This, and Hibs, I remember Hibs this, last yeah. goal and Lennon ran up to the Rangers end and the yeah, data player. Yeah, yeah. You oh, can't yeah. do that. Yeah. You just can't do it. It's what do you expect to happen? Then, he, then someone throws a coin at him and goes, oh, I can't believe that. And do you know what it's worse? As you're saying about the media, the Scottish media going, I mean, that's just disgraceful. I mean, I'm absolutely disgusted what's happened. It's like, I'm sorry, but what do you expect is going to happen? Why are they not calling for, like, a sanction against Lennon? Because, why they, because why Lennon, Lennon's Lennon. point is that he gets blamed for everything. And no, the reason why, he gets blamed for it is because he's an Irish Catholic. Why are, they like, not, why are they not finding him? Why are they not saying, look, you've incited this, you, you brought it on yourself, here's a 70 grand fine or, you know, Because, because Lennon, Lennon's taken to courts and getting lawyers involved saying that he was getting... Uh, um, sectarian and uh, religious abuse the whole game so all he did was banter and turn around and the Hibs chair, chairman the Hibs chief executive Leanne Dempster who's meant to be one of the best business women in Scotland she was interviewed about it and the guy said well you can see what you want about what Lennon said and what's happened but the fact is the fact is Hearts can't control every single person what are you supposed to 
can stop every fan and empty their pockets, take all their coins out and give them to after the game. It's like you can't stop that. So it's like all they can, all Hearts can do is what what they are doing, saying, "Well, we're going to find out who it was. We're going to ban them, and we'll go, if, if if it's if it's assault, we'll, we'll press charges." So that's all Hearts can do about it. And Hearts, Hearts are really good at that kind of stuff. It's just unbelievable. But again, go back to the point you guys made. We're still talking about Lennon. This fucking coin that hit the went came in the park and hit him in the jacket, and he's went holding his face. Nobody's seen it in there, but nothing's hit his face, and he's a terrible example. And a terrible example for kids, his own kids, and standards for these days. So but that, that's that more playing, on the, that's got punch in the face. That's more on the media. That's more on like the reporting of the media, like the way but, that that are people scared to kind of say what you are saying. No, because every single time, time Lenin's at press conference, he says print. the same things. He goes, he, he, he goes back up. He goes like, "Are you saying that's all right? Are you saying what happened is all right?" So I'm asking you. And then everyone goes, "No, we're just saying no, no." And he thinks they believe something. He's like, "I'm really Scotland. I'm going to quit the job." It's, it doesn't. And then this guy will punch, punch in the face for doing nothing. Lenin's, Lenin's Neil Lennon, Gordon, I'm going, come on, come on. Somebody throws a coin, misses him, and he goes home in his face, and that's the end of the world. Gordon, on Sunday, does anyone know that a Rangers player got hit by a coin by a St. Mirren fan? Nobody knows about it. Nobody knows about it. And the last thing on the agenda, and now what they're bringing in, is because somewhere in Edinburgh, the Hearts area, there was a big thing saying, hang Neil Lennon. Right, so he's like, so Lennon brought up an interview saying, look at what the Hearts are doing. They've got to be, they've such well done about the club, such well done about them. I said, but hold on, is there no way anyone else that someone's got to hang out? Like, there's, there's shit all the time, there's stuff all the time about idiots putting things like that, hang him, kill him. It's like, it's like well, so David Beckham got an effigy of him. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's all just shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can't, it just takes one, one idiot. One one idiot. So, so if there's one idiot from Jeremy Kyle's show, who's a Hearts fan, who puts, he's got another loose, he's killed Neil So the whole club, every Hearts fan, has got to take responsibility for this moron who belongs to Jeremy Kyle's show. Is this, this, is what we, this is what we got down to when we were talking about over messages, isn't it? It's like, you get these situations at the club and everyone gets tarred with the same brush. Yeah. And it's just sort of, it becomes like, yeah. A victimisation of your club, and you're just like, well, hang on. Yeah, like, this is just like a handful of assholes. Yeah. Every club has them. Exactly. Every country has them. Yeah. Every every club has them. The only reason I know about Hibs is because the, Neil Lennon's the manager. Right. To be quite honest. Thanks does <laughs> no does does right? I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I was going to say I'm you playing devil's advocate. Heard of him before. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> is there something in the fact that he brings a bit of entertainment and he brings a bit of discussion I in that he's, he's playing up to the part pantomime villain he's not he's not and he's inciting you to the point where you're like oh this guy but people are talking about Scottish football like they're talking about the game the, no, for the wrong reason hold on I always, everyone talks about Scottish football do you, maybe, do you not think, in, maybe not in, in England too much but it's like I, no but do you think like he just if he left Scottish football and he went abroad and he, he went out of your life forever uh, right and you had well, it wouldn't make any difference to me and you had some boring guy come over and take over him I mean Evan, Brad what are you talking about here right. oh I don't want to go to that game that man is boring <laughs> you don't do anything <laughs> I mean, I'm not there for the entertainment point of view, but I think it's a fuck. add a bit of spice to, no, to it? No, no. Or, or is Hearts no. against Tibbs spice enough? Like, you don't, <laughs> you don't, you don't need any... You don't need any... I'm sure Hearts is because I hate Neil Lennon that much. Do you ever fucking laugh? Do you not think he adds it? He, had, he just makes it a bit more fiery. No, he, he, just makes he actually pushes me away from the game no? because I, I get so frustrated, I feel like I'm going to have a stroke when I watch him because he's that fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I love how most people are making the point. If you're a Rangers supporter, a Hearts supporter, a Motherwell supporter, a Ross County supporter, everyone's making the point. And everyone said the same thing on Twitter, everyone this week, and writing their papers. Everyone's going, Neil Lennon, 
nobody hates you because you're Irish Catholic, because I'm Catholic, or my mum's Catholic, or my friend's Catholic, or everyone hates you because you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's like, it's like, can we just, just keep that in the plan, and show me? This is, because I'm Irish Catholic. No, honestly, mate, my mum's Catholic. You're just a cunt. That's why. And that's the point, it's because I'm Catholic. Are you sure it's not because, it's you sure it's not because, you get that? The away fans go, the whole time to every away fan. You know, at the end of the day, if you take away, just take away the whole argument, I think that is the the crux of the matter, isn't it? It is basically that. I just think he's not everyone's. He's not everyone's cup of tea. He's just not everyone's cup of tea. He said, he said, said, I didn't get an abuse when I played for Leicester because he didn't do anything when he played for Leicester. That's what my point was making. I, I never, he never said a word when he was at Leicester. But as soon as he comes to Scotland, he, he, he comes to Scotland, he knows a religious country, the Catholics and Protestants. So he starts going, "Ah, fucking Catholic." What do you want to happen? What do you want to happen? What, what's your end? Like what? What would satisfy Mr. John Berry? He needs to. He, he needs to be safe from what he does. Would he would, like a, a ban? Do you think he should be banned? Do you if, think he's, he's, if he's fighting what's, a ban, he's going to blame it on that. He's, he's using that card. It's a religious card. It's because I'm Catholic. That's what he does. Okay, so he plays that card. But what do you want to see happen? What? What? I, I, want, I, I want to see happen that Newland just shuts his mouth and, 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 and accepts the fact that if, if any ha- trouble happens, it's because of him. And if, 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 if he does, if he comes to Tynecastle next time, he doesn't say a word. He's controlling the game as a manager. He does his job as a manager in touchline. Sits in the dugout, comes out of the dugout, and then if Shakes someone attacks, then goes off. It goes off. Like, and then if somebody attacks him, then it's like then it's like, like we need to fucking again arrest these guys and put harsher punishments on these guys. But the fact is that never happens. Even when he's even when he's not. It, and take the fans. You remember last? I don't remember last season when he was when he was given a three match ban the stand and fined about hundred grand or whatever because uh, Hibs didn't get a penalty, but it wasn't a penalty anyway. And he went to fourth official. Like fucking, showing the, the fourth official had to move back, and, and people holding Lennon back because Lennon was a headbutt. It's like the guy's a fucking lunatic. So he's like, and Lennon's going, it's because I'm Catholic. That's why. It's like. No, it ain't me. It's cause you're a cunt. It's cause you're a fucking cunt. Everybody, yes, everyone, everyone wants to kill me. Yes, they do want to kill you because you're a cunt. It's not because I'm Catholic. Because I've got loads of mates who are Catholic. It's because you're a cunt. And that's the end of it. Right, this episode of Yes, Yes, Yes and the Football Humans has contained the word cunt quite a few times. And we'll just, maybe, should we name it the cunt episode? Like, I don't know. Like, when is a cunt? Just, that's simple. Let's move on. Quiz time. <laughs> First time listening, it's Yes, Yes, Yes and the Football Humans. We do like a little quiz and uh, we take most of our quiz questions from the big pub quiz book. And we've got some random questions. Michael has chosen UK football number two, one to ten. How many are we saying then? I'm going to say we get four right. John? What's, what's five. You think? think five. Michael, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say four as well four yeah. okay. alright okay. let's, let's go as a team alright who stayed longer as Newcastle boss so Bobby Robson or Graham Sunez oh so Bobby Robson oh Bobby Robson sure Bobby Robson. yeah I'd say Bobby Robson all agreement yeah who became Everton's record signing in June 2006? Record signing. June 2006. Who was their centre back? Jagielka. Jagielka. That, that was still a long was time ago as well. No? Um, Francis Jeffers? Yes. No. Yes. No. I'm going with that. No, that was 2001, 2002. Oh no, it went from the other way anyway, didn't it? Yeah, it's Everton to Arsenal. Arsenal. But then he came back, didn't he? For yeah. that record, like, Simon. <laughs> uh, 2006, so it could be someone like... Who did they sign after Jeffers? Who did they sign? Yakubu. Yakubu. That's about Yikubu. that time. Actually, I'm, I'm saying Yakubu. I'll go with Yakubu as well. I was going to say someone with Thomas Garrison or something. Nah, I'm saying you're cute. I'll be happy with you. Let's, let's go with that. I'll be happy with you. Let's go with that. 
because that, that time that time I, like, like, I've got the 90s and early 2000s and then I've got nowadays but like, see like, that kind of 2004 yeah, it's such a blur. Yeah, it's such a blur like, yeah. what season apart is apart from Chelsea at yeah. that time yeah. I don't really well, know what Chelsea else is going me, on I'm like, who, when, when did um, when that left back when did left back with Chelsea what's the boy's name Delona. Yeah, when did he put that chance? 2005. Yeah, I would have said 2010. <laughs> Question number three. Who was Northern Ireland manager in February 1998? Northern Ireland. So did they get to the World Cup in 98? No. No, 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 no. Oh, was it Gould? That's West Wales. Bobby Gould. Bobby Gould. Huh? Wales. Oh, yeah, Bobby Gould, yeah. So who am I thinking of? Mick McCarthy? No. It was Sanchez, mate, Laurie Sanchez. Later on, yeah. Laurie, that was yeah. Later on. See, it was a time when I had no managers, but because we, no, I would never qualify okay. for anything. I'll tell you what, we'll move on, I'll let you come back to that one. Question number four. Which England player was seen on the town wearing a sarong? David Beckham. David Beckham. Oh, we like them ones. We know that. We? Easy. Yeah. Right. Question five. Who should Scotland have been playing when they arrived for a World Cup qualifier with no opposition? San Marino. No, Estonia. No. Estonia. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Uh, number three, Sammy McElroy. Yeah? Sammy McElroy. That's it. You game with that? Yeah. Alright, I've got no idea, so I'll take that here, why not? Yeah, me neither. Question number six. Which ex-England international man... Which ex-international managed Burnley in the 97, 98? Which what international? Which ex-international... ex-international... Managed Burnley in the... What? 97, 98 season. That's a stinker, that. Let's say it was an England England player. Wait, I'll tell you what, when you look at answers, when you look at answers, can you tell us if it's a big given a nationality for us? Well yeah, but it's not gonna count to the score, but I'll give you that. We're not gonna get are we gonna get shoes? Are we going to get this? I think it should. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't know. It could be, it could be England. It could be like. It could be anyone. Italian national. So we could, we could get it. <laughs> All right, let's pass. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you. A clue. Yeah, you yeah, give us a clue when you get. Clear. Yeah, go on. Then. I'll give you a clue. Let's pass. Right. Question number seven. Boom. Did Jack Charlton play all his league football? Leeds. Don't you Leeds. Dirty, dirty. Hey! They've cleaned up the rack. <laughs> hey! Hey! Question. George Graham was accused of taking a bun in the transfer of which player? Tony Adams. No. It was, it was for Spurs. It was for Spurs or Leeds. It was after Arsenal, right? I moved his bed camp for the for Arsenal. It could be bed camp. No. He doesn't know, does he? So you, you're a with us. So what do you think? I thought I thought it was Steve Bold actually. Nah, it'll be bed camp, or it'll be Genoa. Give it Genoa for suppose. That's you guys. I'd be happy, happy with Ginola more than Bergkamp. Bergkamp. That's it. Okay, we'll see. Nothing. Well, Ginola or. Uh, see that one. I mean, because I'm giving you a clue on one of them, I don't want to get too involved now, but like. Ah, but you, you don't know the answer. I would, I would take Bergkamp. All right, go Bergkamp. I think it was Arsenal. Let's go Bergkamp. Right? It's fine. 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 I think well, it was. That was Bruce Real signed back. No, it's George Gibbs signed back. I thought it was like someone. Bruce Real. Yeah, I think it's like someone like Ray Parler or someone like nah, really. It wouldn't be so much like that because he's a foreign player. So either because he went to Spurs and then Leeds, so it could be like someone like Mark Lee, Rob, 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 Robbie Fowler from Leeds, or something like that. I reckon, I reckon. I don't think it was Leeds. I reckon it's Tony Adams. I reckon. No, I'm going back. Adams. I'm going back. It's, it's like Spurs. Yeah. Right. Who is? Who is saying? Who was Shaw said Genoa. I was, I was happy with Bergkamp. It's going in. We've gone for Ginola first? Well, it could be Bergkamp, because then Bruce Real took over from George Graham. Yeah. Real Real took over in 95, 96, that's when I was saying Bergkamp, though. So Graham might have left, but I would just stick with Ginola. But if it's Bergkamp, I did say Bergkamp. <laughs> You fucking your ass there, aren't you? Right, yeah. anyway. <laughs> Whom did David O'Leary take over from as Aston Villa boss? John Gregory. Good shout. Yeah, I'd take that, yeah. I've got an Yeah? 
Or Dion Dublin. That's where it gets confusing, whether, whether it was before or after. Could have been Dion no, Dublin. It was, it was after. Yeah, John Gregor was in the 90s, late 90s. The league took over 2001. Yeah, but then Dion Dublin took over, didn't he? No, didn't he? For a couple of games. A couple of games. In which season did Evergreen Ryan Giggs make his Man United League debut? 1992. Yeah. I think he's right. It could be 92, actually, yeah. We'll see 92. The only thing I'm thinking of Aston Villa, Graham Taylor. It was Graham Taylor after the only for Aston Villa. No, Graham Taylor was... It was before John Gregory, wasn't nah. it? Before John, John Gregory was before he, he both of them. John Gregory was 98, 99, 2000. And then it was O'Leary and Graham Taylor was between 2000 and 2003. These two well, hang on, then you've also got Hooli, I remember. Hooli was way after. Hooli was 2006, 2007. Way after. Yeah, no, so spacing it out. So it was Gregory and Hooli, and between that... the uh, grey-haired geezer. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Fuck. No. Did he marry Norwich as well, didn't he? Brian Lowe. Yes. Brian, Brian Little. Brian Little. Yeah. That was yeah. 95. That was early to mid-90s. Yeah, so he's early to mid-90s. Uh-huh. John yeah. Gregory took over from him. Yeah. And then who in that stage? So it's between O'Leary and Graham Taylor. Right. Go with O'Leary. Hang on, what's the question? Who took over from... No, we have to go from who? So from either, who? Greg, either Gregory or Graham Taylor. So go Gregory then. I'll go with Gregory. Yeah, because That's a tough one actually. Right, tough. No, no, I'll go with Gregory. I, I feel like Graham Taylor would have been before. No, I think Graham Taylor was 2002, 2003. I think O'Leary was a little bit before that because O'Leary was Leeds manager late 90s and the Champions League quarter final in 99, 2000. I think he left Leeds and his next job was still I think it was 2001. Lady to go to Villa from Gregory, I think. I think that's what I'll go for. Right, love a good quiz. Hope you got on well. Let's go through the answers. Well, we've got a bonus question because I fucked up the things in. It just makes it easier to oh, throw bonus, bonus question. question. Go on, then. Just makes Why it not? easier to throw this bonus question in. Which team beat Middlesbrough in the 2006 UEFA Cup final? I don't know. It was Sevilla. I thought it was a Spanish team. <laughs> I thought it was Valencia or something. I thought it was Atletico Madrid. I'm pretty sure it's Sevilla. Well, Sevilla won it quite a lot, didn't they? Yeah, we'll go with that. But right. Answers, please. Right, so who was longer uh, in the job of Newcastle manager? <laughs> it was Bobby Robson. Yes. By years. Everton's record signing. Give us a clue. It's, it's, it's one of those things, it's just confusing, isn't it? Around the time. Give us a clue. So, English. Yeah. Uh, Francis Jeffers. Striker. Andy Johnson. Yes. Andy, Andy Johnson. Johnson. Oh. Andy Johnson. Yeah. Fuck me, why did you not listen to my first answer? Northern Ireland Manor at the time was Laurie McMenemy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. David Beckham, correct. Estonia, correct. I don't even remember the question. Which ex in England the national? England the national. England the national. Right. Managed by 1978, right. Um, going to give you a clue, so that's the clue. David right. Platt. No, 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 no. It wasn't a league guy. It must have been a Northern guy. Northern guy. Brian Robson. Yeah, it was a Northern guy. Uh, it would have been a Northern guy. I'm going to say... 1978, I'm going to say... Chris Waddle. Chris Waddle? Yeah, Chris Waddle. Wow. Chris... Proceed Right, uh, so you see, Jack Carlton play always football for Leeds United. Right, the bung, bungate. Oh, it is Arsenal. Is it a player so we said? Ginola. It's not Bergkamp. It's a famous Arsenal player, though. Famous for not doing something for a very long time. And only did it once in his Arsenal career. There was t-shirts made about the fact that he did it this one time. What? <laughs> How do you know this? What? Is it that obvious? As yeah. soon as you say it. Well, what footballers... What's the main aim of a footballer? Score a goal. Yes, so He scored one goal. scored one goal. Winterburn. And there was t-shirts made because he scored a goal at this point. Winterburn? No, it's not Winterburn. Is it someone like a defender? No. Who um, scored one goal for Arsenal? In the early 80s? Maybe he didn't score one goal, but it was like he went loads he of games. He went loads of games without scoring? Yeah. Striker? No. Limpart? No, wasn't it? No. Midfielder. 
Scandinavian. Oh, Thomas Blood. Oh, um, um, JJ. Oh, um, Janis Joplin. No. <laughs> no, I know, I do, I know who it is. Jermaine Genius. Ginger hair, ginger tash, curly. <laughs> Man, that's a weird face. John, John, John Jensen. John Jensen. John Jensen. Correct. Well. Uh, right, so it wasn't John Gregory, it was Graham Taylor. Oh! Harsh. I said yeah, Graham Taylor as harsh. well. It's harsh. It's footage you didn't. <laughs> Not footage, but. <laughs> Which season did Evergreen, Evergreen Ryan Giggs make his debut? Oh. So, is it 91? Season, is it we, na- so we need... 92, 93? But no, either way it would have been wrong. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean... 93, 94. 93, 94, is that what you're going for? Yeah. What would you go for? I'd go 92, 93. No. It's 1991. Really? How mad is that? Wow. How mad is that? So he literally paid for about 22 years with the first team behind it. Yeah. I know. I know. Jesus. Outfield player for 22 seasons. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fair play. Well done, that. 2014 yeah. retirement. Wow. 19, what a career. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, Impressive. And the answer to the Middlesbrough, it was severe. To beat them in the UEFA Cup final. So we get a little bonus there. So how many little we get? Bonus. Well, I think I should get something for One, the... the two, three, three, four, well. four out of ten. Five with a bonus. Did mention Graham Taylor. But he's not Did having it. Did say not having either of them. So. A dodgy seven, but not it's really. We is. got four out of ten. Seven. How did you get on at home? Let us know. Contact us on Twitter, football underscore humans, and you can drop us an email. Contact at yes yes yes. Contact yes 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 at gmail.com <laughs> Yes yes yes. And the football humans. Yeah, football underscore humans. That's what it is. Standard.